Dateline, January 11, 2016. A whole new year, new danger. This just in. Hi, everybody. Danger is back. 2016. 16 candles. Right? Oh my god, James! Happy New Year! Happy 2016, James! Oh, why? Why? Why do you gotta already fucking ruin this year? It just started. James, I, I, I don't know what you mean. I, I, I thought we were a team, James. No, no, we're not. No. But James, it's 2016 and, and a new year, new me. Oh, no! You're not one of those people, are you? You're the same cunt you were at the end of 2015. Nothing's changed. Except for your temporary positive outlook, which will diminish very soon, I assure you. Then you'll go right back to the same shit you were doing before. Right, all of you out there? I'm gonna do this! I'm gonna quit smoking! I'm gonna lose weight! Yeah, right! No, that was mine. <clears throat> ah! That was mine, actually. I've been hitting it pretty hard with the holidays. Lots of food. More food. Boozing it up. You know. Doing all the things associated with Jesus. <laughs> Gluttony. Boozing. Savagery. Ass play, James. Oh, alright. That's all I want to hear out of you. Yeah, so uh, my new thing. I, I never said, though. New year, new me. I despise people that say that. Gay? No, so I'm like, all right, let's do it. Starting January 2nd or 3rd, I'm really going to take this seriously. I'm going to do it. I'm going to eat better. Stop eating so late. Eat smaller portions. Stop drinking, most importantly, and the weight's going to fly right off me. Well, let me tell you my uh, updates so far, everybody. <laughs> uh, it's been a week. And I cracked last night. Yep. I had some booze. But I did it the, uh, the most healthy way. Well, not really. I had some vodka with some cranberry. Pure. 100% juice. Cran cherry. <laughs> That's healthy, right? Oh, Christ. I didn't feel too good this morning, though. I just mean with that... Cotton mouth, how you wake up feeling like that. And I was like, why, why am I doing this to myself on a work night? What, what am I doing? I've had it. That's enough. I'm done with it. No more drinking. Oh, yeah, right, James. Just wait until next weekend. Just wait. Or wait until someone invites you to hang out and have a beer, James. You're going to crack, James. You're going to crack just like a sexy Tom Selleck's backside. All right. Okay. Listen, maybe you're right, but I'm going to try. Believe me. New year, new me. I mean, I mean, no, no. I'm not falling into that. Not a chance. Let me tell you, everybody. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've uh, really started to change my ways. So normally for work, I'll take my fancy salads, which I still am doing. But I will also take something to snack on in case I start getting sleepy when I'm driving around. For my secret job that you have no idea what I do. But once again, I will tell you that I'm driving around a lot and I'm meeting a lot of people. So let's just say I'm a police officer. All right? 
or a stripper, like I said, or a police officer stripper. A lot of windshield time. So I start getting hungry and sometimes I get a little bit sleepy. I need something to put in my mouth to keep my mind going. Look no further, James. I'm here to help. Ah, <laughs> Walked right in that one. You sure did, James. You actually backed right into it. All right. Great. So I used to take like some saltine crackers, right, to chew on once I'm driving around getting a little bit sleepy times. And I go, all right, I got I to gotta make a healthier choice. What can I take that I can just easily snack on? No fuss, no muss. And for some reason, I think my wife had me pick up some uh, baby carrots because she was going to make some Filipino dish. <laughs> Lumpia, is that what it's called? Unhealthy fried food. It's pretty much like an egg roll. She made those and they're pretty fucking good. It's an egg roll with like pork meat in it. Super healthy. <laughs> anyway, so I had some uh, baby carrots. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take some baby carrots to work with me. And I've never eaten carrots without a little bit, a little side of ranch, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a carrot guy unless it's in a nice stew and it's nice and soft or maybe even in a bowl of flame broiler. Flaming what, James? No, flame broiler. Respectable restaurant. Fast food restaurant. So I take this bag of carrots. I start chewing on it. I'm like, I'm like, ah, this is kind of weird. Guess what, everybody? It's been a week. I actually am digging it. I like carrots. Who knew? The other night, I was chopping some, uh, some uh, yellow squash for my wife. You know, helping out the old bag in the kitchen. <laughs> and I decided to try some raw. It's not too bad. So I think what I got to do is get in the vegetable kicks, everybody. Take some uh, baby carrots and some maybe some squash chopped up in little bits. Look at me. Turning over a new leaf. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, I gotta get this fat off me. It's not it's not uh it's not a good feeling having extra girth. Oh my god, James! It's perfectly fine feeling. Oh my god, you just are not stopping, are you? Can't stop, won't stop, James. Can't stop till the sun comes out. What the fuck? Is that even shut up? <laughs> Anyway, speaking of food, I got good news, everybody. On the, at the end of the year, my, my mother and father came over because uh, I said that I'd like to make some tamales. My mom said she'd come over and help me. I was like, all right, cool. Nice little time to hang out with the parents, do something productive by making some awesome tamales. Now, I've never made tamales but my mother makes them, and they're fucking amazing. They're very different. They've never had anyone's tamales quite like my mother's. Uh, I've had some. My, my work got gets some from this restaurant that are really fucking good. They're chicken with the green sauce, right? Or the pork with the red sauce. My mom, what she does is she makes the chicken with the red sauce. That's why I think it's so different. But uh, they're pretty fucking tasty. And she puts a generous amount of chicken. So... I was like, hey, why don't I make your recipe but improve it? <laughs> how arrogant am I? Not because she said that. I'm like, hey, who taught you how to make them? She's like, your grandmother. Not my white trash grandmother. 
my uh, Mexican grandmother, Mexican Italian grandmother who passed away. And I miss her every fucking day that I'm alive. So she taught her, I guess. And she's like, yeah, but I put my own spin on it and, and you know, made them my own. And that's when I told her, hey, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to make yours better and make them my version. <laughs> and she's like, all right, great. You know, if you can pull it off. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going to make your, uh, I'm going to put some chicken, but with the green sauce, like, I've, like I'm used to having. And we'll see what happens with that. So I'm not going to tell you the super secret steps that I took to make these tamales. But my mother helped me. Okay, I seasoned all the chicken myself. What she did was pull it apart. That was pretty much it. She pulled it all. Well, she pulled it all apart and then we, uh, you know, I won't tell you the rest. But uh, she gave me a few little tips. And I have to be honest with you. They are the best fucking tamales I have ever had. I am not exaggerating. Oh, man, danger. Had another trick up his sleeve, everybody. Incredible. They were so moist. Oh, my God, James, I like that word. Uh, they were so moist and tasty. Fucking insanely good, everybody. Perfect. I'm actually scared of even trying it again because maybe I did it that one time. And it can never be upstaged. Oh, James, what if you do it again? And you do it even better. Oh, I like where you're headed. I like where you're going with this. To the bedroom, James? No, I'm talking about what you just said. Fuck, man, you're so dirty this year. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm going to try. My wife, you know, my wife gets all brave, right? I think I'm going to try to make tamales because she's never made them either. I was like, well, why don't you try then? Try to beat that shit. <laughs> She's pretty good with food, so uh, I wouldn't doubt it. But uh, I had to be cocky for a little while a little while because they were pretty good. Then. And, you know, she was like, wow, these are pretty good. It's like better than your grandmother's? Yeah. I was like, you're goddamn right they are. You're goddamn right they are. All right, I'm sorry. I just had to really gloat right there in the, in the, top, of the, sh- in the top of the show, everybody. I had to. It's my duty. Oh my God, James, it's a duty. I'm going to ignore that one. Okay, uh, before we get into the next, uh, the 2016, there's a whole lot of shit I got to cover to close out 2015. Okay, now let me start with this. Christmas. You there! What day is it today? Why? It's Christmas Day! All right, Christmas Day. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I did a show with uh, Peterson and Leto. It's something we do quite often called a Sticks and Stones Podcast. You can find that, if you're wondering, at sticksandstonespodcast.com. You can find the Instagrams at Sticks and Stones Podcast. And, uh, and other places. Stitcher, I believe. I think we go live on, uh, what the fuck is that thing called? Mix, Mixler? And other stuff. iTunes, it's all over there. It's all, it's all there. So uh, it's not as great as this show is because it's uh, diluted with Lido and Peterson. But I mean, it's still, I think it's still okay for some entertainment value. <laughs> so we were talking about Christmas time because we had a Christmas show. It's Christmas time. And uh, we were talking about our best Christmases, uh, you know, being kids and opening up the gifts. I didn't have too many because my parents are horrible gift givers. They're just... Uh, 
They just don't get it. They make dumb decisions. They think they're going to kill, and it's like, really? Ah, great. All right, fine. But there was two Christmases that I remember that blew me away, and of course, they both involve video games. One of them was the original Sega Genesis with Sonic the Hedgehog. That was a big fucking deal. I didn't have anything besides a, besides a Nintendo, the original Nintendo. Everybody else had all these other shits coming out. Super Nintendo. Well, and then uh, what was the one? I think we just called Genesis before Sega Genesis. Something weird like that. I was like four systems behind. You know, they had like GameCube. They had, what were the other ones? Jaguar. They had all this shit coming out. I don't know the lineage, okay, or whatever, but uh, the time frame here. But we didn't get much. When it came to video games. So when we opened that thing, we were all, my, my brother and I were just fucking, oh my God, right? And then it happened again with Super, no, 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 with N64. That was a big deal because we got the James Bond game and uh, what was the other one? You know, GoldenEye and, and Mario Kart. Big fucking deal. All right. Huge. So those are like the two that I remember the most. And we just talked about it in the show. So. We, we recorded that show, I forgot when, I think uh, the last, second week of December. So Christmas Day comes along, you know, I'm giving everyone the presents, and all of a sudden, I didn't even really think about it, to be honest with you. My wife goes, okay, give daddy his present. And I was like, what? You got me something? And she's like, yeah. And she give, and they give it to me, and I'm thinking it's work boots, right? Because <laughs> I needed to get some work boots. For my cop job. <laughs> and so, or stripper, you don't know. It could be a, what, thigh highs. You have no idea what I'm talking about here. So the box she gives me is like, you know, I thought that was work boots. And I, I opened the wrapping and I fucking Im- immediately got transported to being a kid because I'm looking at a PS4 with Star Wars Battlefront. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I just, I was in shock. In shock. Couldn't believe she did it. I was like, what the fuck? I almost felt bad. Like, why did you do this? For- <laughs> why? You shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done it. Because she spent more than I did on her gifts. <laughs> but anyway, no, I mean, that was like, that was a huge surprise. I mean, I wasn't expecting much. You know, I don't think the dad really expects much. The dad takes care of the wife and the kids, you know. For the most part, the dads don't expect... I- from what I can gather, most guys don't expect much going on, you know? And that's the dad's job. But, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Took me back. Took me back. I was blown away. So look at that. It's a Christmas miracle! Oh! <laughs> uh, all right. That was it. Let's move on. Before, 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 before I get into 2015, the review, which I do every year. Not uh, 2015, but, you know, every year before that. We get it, James. We think we're all stupid. I got a gripe. What's new? You're always angry, James. Why should the show be any different? I don't think so, new year, new me. Dude, I came up with an award-winning billion-dollar idea on the Danger Hour years ago, and some fuck came out with it not just any fuck a german fuck that's right the penis valve everybody oh my god 
ah! You know what he's saying to me right now? Because I know he listens. Obviously, since he stole my idea! Right now he's laughing. As he's hearing this. And he's giving me a taste of my own medicine. And I quote, I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! He's drinking my milkshake, everybody. He stole my fucking brilliant triple platinum idea. Penis valve. Now, my idea, I thought, I still think is better, but he still stole it nonetheless. I had this idea to get a valve inserted into your uh, sperm-making area, and there's a button inside your belly button. You stick your fat finger in there, and you go, and you push it, and you and you uh you turn off your sperm flow. Genius, right? Now the reason I said in the belly button is because it's sort of out of the way, easily uh accessible. You stick one finger in there and you get it going. <laughs> Easy. This guy. Oh, and so then you know, and my my original plan was, you can you know you can have sex. And not have to worry about wearing a condom. Now, this is not protecting from STDs. This is only for, I'm thinking of myself, a married man, two kids. I don't want any more kids. I've done gracing the world with my offspring. Two is enough. Boy and a girl, two. I got a back seat with two seats. Perfect. You go to a booth at a restaurant, four people. Perfect. Once you get that fifth fucking kid, now you got to wait for a big table. You got to wait even longer. That's all I'm saying. Got to get a bigger car. It's a big fucking mess. The perfect number is two. One parent has a kid. It just all works out. I, I, you want me to explain it more? <laughs> it's even. Perfect. So, uh, yeah. So, I'd like to have sex and not have to worry about wearing a condom. But, James, isn't your wife on the pill? Well, you would think so. But no, she's not, because she says, and I quote, I don't like the pill. It ruins my uh, chemistry. It, ruins, it doesn't work well with my body. Whatever the fuck she says. I think it makes her act funny or something. <laughs> I don't know. It does something to her that she doesn't like. Which I can understand because it's pretty goddamn weird altering your natural state, right? Okay, my body's supposed to do this on schedule every month. Let me take this pill to disrupt everything. <laughs> everything should be normal, right? It's kind of weird. Anyway, so she's not down with it. We tried it a couple times. She doesn't like it. So I'm stuck with the old Jimmy hats. But uh, I would like not to be stuck with the Jimmy hats. Oh my God, James, stop being a pussy and go get a vasectomy. All right. I don't want my balls to come in contact with any sharp objects, everybody. I'm sure all you men out there could agree. And uh, I talked to a dude that got it done, and he said it feels like someone kicked in the balls for like four days. I'm a yeah, okay, fine. I'm a pussy. I don't want to do it. The whole thing seems awkward. You know me and leaving the house and having to feel awkward. You'd have to go to this office, spread your legs. That's already unappealing. You know, that's not a, that's not a position that anyone wants to find themselves in. Speak for yourself, James. <laughs> Fucking a, you dirty little prick. I don't know, I can't see myself like putting my legs in stirrups and he's looking at my, my taint and my asshole and my balls and he just having his way down there. And I can't see what's going on. Like, what's going on? Can I, 
can I have a mirror so I can see what you're doing? Ugh, the whole thing sounds gross. They're cutting you open, injecting your balls with shots probably beforehand, right? To numb you. Ugh, whole thing sounds horrible. So, uh, yeah, I guess how would they install the penis valve, you genius? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that far. But I was, you know what? I actually was uh, planning that every newborn son would have that already implanted. Boom, bing, bam, done. Just like every kid, well, not every kid, but most kids get circumcised when they're young. They never remember it, and it's all good. Same thing. Penis valves. Installed upon delivery. All right, anyway, so this fuck completely stole my idea because he listens to the show, obviously. I have looked at the stats, and there are German listeners. What are the odds of that, right? I can just imagine it. Oh, my God, this podcast, The Danger Owl, gave me a brilliant idea. I'm going to take the penis valve, and I'm going to take it and make it a real thing, and I'm going to collect all the money, and ha-ha, fuck you, James Danger. Joke's on you. <laughs> Nine! Dude. So this guy, what he did is he... uh. He did it on it. He had someone put it on himself. So, pun intended, but the guy's got balls to have that done, right? He's like the test dummy. He gets these little switch. It's like a light switch, all right? You cut. There's two uh, little uh, tubes going from your balls to the uh, sperm producing <laughs> sack. <laughs> Whatever it's called. So, this guy, it's like he cuts the wires and puts a light switch in between them. And it's the same thing. I mean,. Once you're about, and you, you know, I think there's two switches you got to click on, which kind of seems annoying. I only had one. <laughs> so you got to reach into your balls and go and lock them. Then you can have sex and no flow. So uh, then you go to the toilet or wherever you, <laughs> wherever you deposit your seed afterward. And you drop it in there. Done, right? But it's like, oh, we must warn you. If you do not empty your load, you could get infection or some shit or blockages or uh, it probably gets hard in there and it gets all crusty and it, <laughs> it seals up your holes. Then what happens? What happens if, you're, uh, if your tubes get sealed? Huh? Then what? You got to go back in there and get them, what, get like a bypass? It's got to cut out the blockages and then reattach them? Ugh. Anyway. I'm just saying, the penis valve that I designed is far more practical. <laughs> but James, what if you accidentally open your your ball switches when when you're having sex and your balls are smacking against the guy's ass? I mean the girl's the girl's legs, James. You motherfucker, busted! What what are you implying, James? Nothing. So anyway, no. To unlock them, you got to put your finger like you got to use two fingers. Or two hands, and you gotta like uh, press in the back part. It's like a safety device popping out, so you push that in, then you're able to open the valve. Yeah, so that's, and then you can blow your seat all over the place. <laughs> but that motherfucker, man, some German uh, construction worker or something. Dickhead. Dickhead. Thief! You know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to take this guy to court. I'm not a lawyer, but I did go to law school, and I'm going to represent myself. You'll see. I now call to order 
James Danger, American hero versus Nazi German, <laughs> Nazi German idea thief in the case of the penis valve. Court is in session. Dude, imagine the headlines. You'll see, and I'm going to win. And I'm going to collect all my money and be on my merry way. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap up 2015. That's what I do every year. I look back on the year and we just we just take a moment to reflect. And I'm talking only about movies and music and shit like that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's look at the uh, list of hmm, let's do it. Uh let's go with let's go with songs first. Let's get that shit out of the way. So here we go. And I like uh playing this because playing this game with myself to see actually how many songs I know that are in the top best songs of the year by uh successful Success rate. Now, let's see here. We'll start with... I, I like doing... You know, I'm kind of weird. I, I like number 13. So, we'll go 13 countdown. Number 13. Sugar by Maroon 5. I know this one. It goes... Uh, uh, sugar! Doot, doot. Doot, doot. Doot, doot. Sugar! That's the silver down, you dumbass. Oh, yeah. That's the old one, too. You know what? How about I look them up, everybody? And then... uh. Yeah, I forgot how that one goes. You know what? My my daughter likes that song a lot. It's probably not a good sign. Isn't it about sexy time? <laughs> well, they don't know, but still. But I know. I know, god damn it. Uh, I fucking know that song. Hold on real quick. All right, let's see here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the baby. Let's see if the Bee Gees redid it. <laughs> ah, you know what? I actually like that song. I can't hate on that one too much. It's catchy. <laughs> All right. Thinking Out Loud, Ed Sheeran. That's number 12. Wow, I don't know this one either. I do not know. Let's look this one up. No. Oh, yes. Nope. Nope. Fuck you. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> the emotional outburst. Oh, that song. All right. So far, so good, everybody. Next up, we got... Oh, this sounds horrible already. King. Years and years. Uh, Let's, let's look that one up, shall we? Because I don't know that one either. Nope. Fuck you. <laughs> I've never heard that song. Ever. Alright, that was number 11 with <laughs> King. Years and years. Next up, Sorry, Justin Bieber. Oh my god, James! I love Justin Bieber's! Oh, Christ. Why am I not surprised? You know, I don't think I know that song. Hold on. It popped right up there. First one. Alright, let's see what this fuck has to offer. All right, Biebs. Blow me away. Yes, it's too late. It's it. I've heard enough. Fucking asshole. Sorry. James, 
You just don't understand. Yes, I understand completely. You like little Fruity Pants music, and he's a little Fruity Pants song maker, so you guys are made for each other. Oh my god, James, what are you implying? Nothing. Uh, let's see, next up. Oh, look who's up next. Justy Beebees with What Do You Mean? Oh my god, James, I love that song. Ah, uh, you know, I like, I, I mean, I like it. Ugh, nope, edit. I know this one. What do you mean? Uh, that one's kind of back. Yeah, that one's kind of catchy, by the way. <laughs> no, it's fucking horrible. But I can see the appeal. All right. But, uh, next up, Hold Back the River. James Bay. Well, he's got a good name. Let's see what this fuck can do. You think I'll like it? James, I don't think you like anything. Okay, well, you got a good point. Here we go. Hold back the river. I just think of, hold back the river, take me to the water. Uh, I don't pull that shit on This is not too bad. You know what? I don't mind this one. Are you surprised? <laughs> I mean, uh, I wouldn't purchase it or purposely listen to it, but if it was on while I'm in the store, I wouldn't get as angry as I normally do. All right, that's not too bad. Doesn't have that same disco sh disco style that the rest of them do. All right, that one's, uh, I'm going to say, I I'm not, I don't hate it. <laughs> okay, next one, Lean On by Major Laser featuring Mo and DJ Snake. Wow, that's a mouthful. All I think of is, lean on me when you are strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. James, why are you singing that song? I'm just killing time before I look up the video, of course. Don't be dumb. Here we go. Any day now. Come on, Verizon. Ah, this one. Once again, the Bee Gees remake. <laughs> All right, we're almost done. I know this is probably painful to listen to. Uh, top f top five, or about I. Oh no, sorry. Number six is uh, Hello Adele. Oh, hello, it's me. I hold every heart of I said, hey, slip my wrist. All right, all right, Adele, take it easy. Next up, see you again. Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. Puth? I don't, I don't know. See you again. Is it? See you again. Is that how it goes? When will I see you again? I'll tell you all about it when I see you
That's the, that sounds even too gay for uh, what's his name, uh, the gay guy, <laughs> Sam, Sam Smith. Sounds even too gay for him. Am I right, everybody? No, James, you're on your own on this one. I've loved every one of those songs so far, except for the one that you liked. All right, yeah, I saw that coming. Okay, uh, love me like you do. Love me like you do. Well, I don't know this one either. Love me like you do. It sounds like a dancey type song. Hmm. Here we go. I said, here we go. Gay! <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay, next one is uh, Take Me to Church, Hosey Hosier? Hosier? Hosier, right? You know what? This is actually a good song, but it got really played out. I heard it everywhere. Take me to church. I'm just like dog inside of your life. I'm sitting up there like a shadow of your life. Over me, you're Sorry, BG's remake. <laughs> Next up, number two. We're almost done here. Cheerleader Felix John remix. By OMI. Fuck that. And the number one song of 2015. Oh boy. What's up, Tom Funk? Don't give it up. Saturday night. Don't leave me just up. Ew. Yep. Don't leave me just up. Don't leave me just up. There you go. A year of shitty music, it seems. Let me go down uh, to the last one on the list. Oh, okay, never mind. It's not any better. It's Drake. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Let's go ahead and move on to movies now. <laughs> 2015 wasn't uh, too good of a year, was it? Oh, well. All right. Uh, top 13 movies of 2015. This is the top grossing domestic movies in the United States. Number 13, Ant-Man. Oh, I got to give it up on this one. Good fucking movie. It was just a remake of Iron Man, if you really think about it. Uh, it's the same goddamn story. Exactly. The whole, every, the whole plot, everything's the same. Uh, but it's, 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 a, it's different enough to be... I still loved it, but it's different enough. It's a cool heist movie. It was, it was totally fun. I liked it. It was totally fun. All right, next up, uh, Pitch Perfect 2. I'm looking at you, Peterson, you son of a bitch. Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, Christ. If it, was, if it was anything like Pitch Perfect 1, then it was complete garbage. Ugh. Next up. You know what? Danger not approved. Pitch Perfect 2. Just based on Peterson's love for it alone. Peterson has a, has a remarkable track record of shitty taste in movies. <laughs> Next up, number 11, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And this made this made two hundred million dollars this year. Wow, Mission Impossible. I liked it. It wasn't great. I I expected a lot more, but it was in it was a great rental. I'll tell you that much. I, I wouldn't even say that. It was a pretty damn good rental. That wasn't great rental. I was satisfied with my two dollars I spent on it. I wouldn't have been too happy if I saw it in the theater. I'll tell you that much right now. Next up, 
Spectre. Uh, I saw this on video. And uh, no, I saw it in the theater. Look at me with my wife. Dude, the beginning of that movie is so fucking badass. It's, uh, it takes place in Mexico during the uh, Dia de los Muertos, which means Day of the Dead Festival, in which people celebrate the lives of the people that they lost in their lives. <laughs> it's a really fucking cool intro, but then, you know, I mean, it was a good movie. It just wasn't great. That would make a pretty good damn uh, rental. Okay, next up, Cinderella, everybody. You know what? I saw this movie in the theater also. <laughs> My wife wanted to, let's, take, let's take the kids and see Cinderella. I want to see it. I'm like, no, it looks like shit. It's not always about what you want to see. Let's go take the kids and see it. Oh, fuck me. It was whatever, dude. Completely whatever. Ugh, just wait for it to come out on Netflix. If you have to watch it. Next up, The Martian. You know, I saw this in a theater as well. Wow, look at me. I saw Ant-Man in theater. Spectre, Cinderella, The Martian. Wow, so far I'm like, what, four out of five. The only one I missed was Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> oh, and uh, Mission Impossible. Uh, the Martian. I saw that in a theater. It was good. Again, wasn't great. I expected more. Still a solid movie. Okay. When you know what? That just won the Golden Globe for Best Comedy. What the fuck was that? It's not a comedy by any rate. There's some funny parts in it, but it's definitely a fucking drama. I'm pretty sure that was some bullshit Hollywood nonsense just to get that movie in an award because they knew it wouldn't stand up against the other ones. But, you know. Say la vie. Next up, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2. I snuck into this one in the theater. Uh, it was all right. The, the ending is laugh out loud. They try to go serious and endearing, and I fucking laughed out loud. <laughs> As did a few other people in the theater. If you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, next up, number six, Minions. Have not seen this one yet, folks. Have not got around to it. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Have not got around to it. $336 million it made. Wow. All right. Top five. Furious 7. Haven't seen it. Uh, I kind of wanted to because of the Paul Walker aspect. You know? You know. But I didn't get out to see it. I want to see it, I guess. And the part five was a fucking joke. Me and Nature Boy laughed. Uh, we watched it with my wife. We laughed at it the whole time it was on. <laughs> All right. Number four. Here we go. Top four, finishing out strong, Inside Out. I fucking loved this movie. I saw it also in a theater. Took the kids. It was great. Great fucking movie. Pixar knocks it out of the park once again. It's really not even a kid movie, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's nice and brightly colored for the kids to enjoy. Some, uh, you know, some fun stuff happens. But I mean, for the most part, this is a goddamn adult movie. Hands down. Very heavy, uh, heavy issues with this one. And you know what? If you've got a daughter or any kids, but if you've got a daughter, this, this really hits home, hits home hard. Even though she's, my kid's not a teenager, but you know, I can, I can, I can imagine. Made me kind of tear up. I'm not going to lie about it. Mostly every goddamn Pixar. You know what? Fucking Pixar made me tear up in the, in the beginning intro little short they, they play. Yeah. 
They're very good at what they do. Good track record. Inside out. Highly recommended. All right, number three. Avengers Age of Ultron. It's fun. It's not great by any standard. I did uh, see it in the theater. I did buy the Blu-ray to watch it with my kids. It's a fun movie. I mean, it's what you want. You know, you want to see superheroes just breaking shit. There you go. It's right. It's, that one's for you. I'm talking like you haven't seen it. Everyone saw this fucking movie. $459 million. Next up, Jurassic World. Oh my God, James, that's your dinosaur impression. It was. Uh, once again, fun movie. Extremely fun. Great theater experience to watch this movie. I mean, uh, it tickled your fancies in the places it needed to be. Yeah, it was kind of corny, but uh, there was enough cool shit to make up for it. So Jurassic World, I liked it. And the number one movie of 2015, like you didn't know. Yeah! Star Wars, Star Wars, we're in the Star Wars, everybody! The Force Awakens, which is... It's on its way to becoming the most successful movie of all time. It's still got a little ways to go, and I'm talking a little ways like over a billion dollars to pass avatars. But uh, I think I think it's going to do it. I think it will. Star Wars A Forced Fucking Awakens, and boy, did it awaken. It awoken everybody. A lot of people hated this movie. I'm just kidding. A few people hated this movie, just the hardcore fanboys, and I mentioned this on my other show. That uh, No spoilers here, everybody, by the way. That uh, if you're if you were a kid when this movie came out, and there's no way it's gonna live up to your expectations because this is something unrealistic for you. All right, no matter what they do, you're not gonna be happy with it if you're this hardcore fucker. Well, I shouldn't say that. I would say a lot of people loved it, but uh, these guys that hated it are the ones that grew up with it. And you know, you got that that kid nostalgia stuff. You can't compare it if you do something new. So, uh, unrealistic expectations, everybody. There you go, dude. Star Wars The Force Awakens. And, uh, goddamn, great movie for me. Great movie. I loved the movies growing up as a kid. I already covered all this. We talked about it. Oh, we got a Sticks and Stones podcast. We did a whole Star Wars show. That should be coming out. Let me look it up. Hold on. Peterson does his duties. The 13th of Wednesday. January 13th, Wednesday. That should be out then. You can pick up your hot copy while it's hot. <laughs> After the movie came out a month ago. <laughs> but, you know, the holiday season and a doop de doo We didn't get to, we didn't have time to, ho- to hook up and do a show. So uh, there you go. Star Wars, whether you want it or not, sticks and toes podcast. So, uh, yeah, I fucking love this movie. And I'll tell you why. You know what? No, I'll leave it there. Let me just go ahead and close out. Um, this one, this, this little area here of movies, I'm going to tell you my, my five favorite movies of the year. I think, uh, the red cunt put this out as a topic and I thought it was a good topic. I answered him, but I had to change my mind on one of them. Uh, I, I added Chappie to his list. That movie really surprised me when I saw it and I liked it. It's really cool. And, uh, it brings up a whole thought process of just bring 
it challenged you to think about stuff that you normally wouldn't think about on a daily basis. So uh, that's why I like that one. But uh, honorable man, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put that one as an honorable mention, as well as Sicario. I just saw that recently. That was cool. The chick on there kind of was like, eh. But uh, that was a surprise. I, n- I had no idea what it was about. That's my favorite way to watch a movie. So uh, just, you just go along with the ride. I liked it. Pretty cool. Uh, other honorable mention, The Good Dinosaur. Pretty fucking good. I mean, Pixar, man. You can't, you can't mess with them. You just can't. Ant-Man was solid. Um, all right. So here we go. My favorites. Ex Machina. Did I enjoy the fuck out of this one? I guess I just like robots. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed this one. This is a, right up my alley. I, I loved it. So if you haven't seen it, check that one out. Uh, next up, this might come to as a surprise to a lot of you, or you probably don't give a fuck. Slow West with uh, Fastbender. Dude, I love Westerns. This one was a Western with a little bit of a twist, and it was cool as fuck. I really enjoyed it. I rented it on the Redbox, and I was blown away. But uh, I, I happen to like Westerns and, and acting and powerful performances. So if you, if you like the same things, if you like Westerns, powerful performances, great imagery, if you like looking at wide-open, beautiful nature shots with cowboys... <laughs> Then you'll like it. It's got a cool story, too. Awesome. All right, next up, Mad Max Fury Road. I rented this one as well. Just simply based on this movie is so fucking cool to look at. There's so much shit that's going on that you haven't really seen before. And it's just like nonstop octane ride from the start to ending. It's crazy, dude. It's just a fun-ass movie to watch. You know, if you want to just lay back and... Have your mind blown by by intense action scenes and some crazy shit. This is the one. Next up, Inside Out. I talked about it already. Great fucking movie. Gets you right in the right in the feelings. All right, next up again, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Are you surprised? I'm gonna tell you something real quick, just to close this one out. This movie, the reason it's it's I'm, I'm highly regarding it, is because, like uh, I told uh, who did I tell. I think I told Lido and Peterson. Just like on that movie Ratatouille, if you've seen that movie, the old Pixar movie with the rat that makes food. <laughs> they, he makes the dish Ratatouille and that evil food critic, it takes him back to his childhood. He like is transported back to being a little kid, having his mom's Ratatouille. So that's what happened with this movie, man. I was just transported back to like a nine-year-old kid. And there... That's something so goddamn powerful. Yeah, there are stupid things about the movie. A lot of stupid things, if you really start thinking about it. But there's enough going on to completely forgive all of it. Just based on that nostalgia factor where it can transport you back to a different time. Being a fucking kid. And that's always going to win. If something can make you feel like you did when you were a kid, it's always going to win. And uh, last, but not least, I know I said five, but this is number six. I just saw it uh, this last weekend, and it's kind of cheating, but it's from 2015. The Revenant. Woo! The Revenant. Once again, if you'd like seeing beautiful nature shots, 
It's like a, it's a Western style movie. It's fucking awesome. It takes a, a certain person to watch this one. If you're like Peterson, <laughs> I don't like things that make me sit and, <laughs> and think about feelings and, and putting myself in that person's shoes. I like seeing stuff blow up or I like seeing stuff slapstick comedy or, or, or people singing acapella to pop music. That's all I like. If it doesn't fit in that category, I don't like it. It was fucking insane. It's an incredible experience. If you can, go out and see it in a theater. Just from the sheer magnitude and epicness. Nuts, dude. It is kind of slow at times. But like I said, it takes, it takes a certain person. If you, like, if you really enjoy dramas and acting and... Man. Imagery. This is the one for you. All right. 2015, everybody. And like always, we close out 2015 by uh, visiting the people that passed away. Aww. So uh, let's see. Who was worth notice, uh, mentioning on this show? Not everyone who died is worth mentioning. So let me just uh, put that right out there. Let's see. Scott Weiland right here. I'm just going down the list in no particular order. Scott Weiland. Well, he's dead. And yep, you guessed it. Drugs. Man, they had him good, huh? The drugs got their claws in this dude and never let go. And his wife wrote like this really shit-talking letter about that, that he actually died years ago, that he's been dead to the family. It's fucking rough. But she's upset. I mean, she still loved the dude, obviously, because then why would she write it if he didn't? She didn't. She's just acting out. Fucking poor bastard. All right, next up, Vincent Margera. Yeah, I know this guy. He was on Jackass back in the day, the fat uncle, right? <laughs> Bam's uncle. Yeah, so he's dead. Uh, let's see, next up, uh, Carol Doda. What the fuck is that? She's got giant torpedo tits. <laughs> Worth me- honorable mention. Uh, let's see, let's keep going down the list. Yogi Berra, everybody. Famous. Famous who now? Obviously, James, he was a bear. And, uh, he was smarter than the average bear. And he worked in Jellystone. Okay, James? Kind of like a spin on Yellowstone, right? I think so. I think you're right. But he did play baseball as well. Okay, uh, he had little sayings. Like, it's deja vu all over again. Ain't it over till it's over. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, Moses Malone. Some black guy holding a basketball. He was probably important. He's dead. Next up, Wes Craven. Oh, my God, James. I'm Craven. Oh, forget it. I'm done with you. This guy brought uh, Freddy Krueger to life. Hey, uh, you probably like Freddy Krueger. He uh, molested kids, little boys, if I... Uh, I'm not mistaken. James, what are you implying? Nothing. He also had lots here. He had long nails. I like nails, James. I know. All right, moving on down the list. Frank Gifford. Wow, he looks pretty old and out of it. Uh, Hall of Famer. Football player. Married to Kathy Lee. Wow. That's in the first sentence of this guy's dead paragraph. Wow. That's pretty fucked up. Married to this woman. <laughs> I think she's annoying if I'm not mistaken. Well, he's dead. 
Keep going down the list. Uh-oh. Roddy Rowdy Piper. WWE. That's when... No. I used to watch WWF. He was part of that, right? I'm going to say he was. He wore the, the kilt. And I'm going to say, fuck you, Ronda Rousey, for stealing his name. Who do you think you are? Roddy Rowdy Piper. There you go. He's dead. 61 years old. Should I have been saying how old these people are? It's too late now. I can't turn it back. All right. Next up. Uh-oh. This one's a little controversial. Bobby Christina Houston Brown. Man, I tell you, this guy, Bobby Brown, really fucked everyone that came into his life, huh? She died. Uh, let's see. How was it? How did she die again? Life support. Uh, Houston, she died from accidental drowning. No, that's her mother. Oh, what? She never regained conscience after her near drowning. She died the same fucking way? Did she try to go out like her mom did? I don't know. 22 years old. Well, she's dead. All right, moving on down. Who else is worthy of my list? Let's see here. Nope. He don't know who that guy is. Got a funny name. Dick Van Patten. That's all I'll say about him. He's dead. Uh, down the list here. Dusty Rhodes. That one's for you, Lito. World Wrestling. I'm going to say WWF as well. Gold Dust. Well, look at that. He had a giant Jufro. <laughs> All right. Down the list. Uh-oh. This guy is... Uh, I know this guy. Christopher Lee. He was the bad guy in like every movie ever. He was in Lord of the Rings. He was... Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Something the White. Right? <laughs> and uh, other stuff. Uh, oh, he was in Star Wars. He was the bad guy in Star Wars, I think. One of those guys. Oh, he's dead. 93 years old. Going down the list. Nope. Not important. Nope. No one knows who she is. Who's that guy? I don't know. Oh, man. B.B. King. Three is gone. Three is gone away. B.B. Motherfucking King. Famous guitar. He had a Gibson named Lucille. And if you don't know, that's what the restaurant Lucille's is named after. B.B. King's guitar. There you go. Next time you're eating some fantastic barbecue, say thank you, B.B. You magnificent bastard. Blues legend. 90 years old. He's dead. All right. Down the list. Nope. Don't know that. Four eyes. Nope. Weird name. Oh, boy. Weird looking old Asian lady. She's not worth it. Let's keep going down the list. Uh, come on. Sam Simon. I don't know who that is, James. That's because you're not well-versed in all things awesome. Simpsons co-creator. He passed away after a long battle with colon cancer. 59 years old. Dude, if you're part of the Simpsons creation, you're always going to have some kind of seat in heaven, right? There you go. Uh, I guess he was 60? Yeah. Man, that sucks. Because it sucks because I respect that show. You know, it's it's mostly about what I believe. But he's dead. All right, down the list. Here we go. Oh, pretty black girl. Who is she? Uh, R and B group Brownstone. Charmaine Maxwell. And this photo she looks pretty, but you know those blacks. Uh, sometimes their photography is uh, well done. 
Sometimes we're not very photogenic, but uh, I can't help that. I see a pretty girl. I have to talk about her. <laughs> 46 years old. She's dead. Uh-oh. Next up, one of the most famous people on the list, Leonard Nimoy, Mr. Spock himself from Star Trek fame. He was, uh, let's see, 84 years old. Yep, he's dead. They beamed him up there, didn't he? Oh, oh boy, look at this pretty girl. Hmm. Former America's Next Top Model contestant, Mirhana Puhar, 19 years old. Whoa. Like Once again, this photo, she looks hot. She could be a whatever looking, but you know, because I see the photo and she's hot, I'm going to talk about her. She was involved. Oh, look at this. She's involved. Found dead in her boyfriend's home, the victim of an apparent triple homicide. Whoa! Her boyfriend and another man also found dead. A police noticed money scattered around the house. Authorities believe the murders were drug-related. Wow. Well, she's dead. What a waste of hotness, huh? You had all this hotness, and you fucking blew it, lady. There are women far uglier than you. They're alive and well today. I, I just don't understand it. All right, next up down the list. Ben Wolf. This guy's very odd looking. He was on American Horror Story Freak Show. He was one of those uh, creepy things. <laughs> uh, sorry. He was four foot four. Wait a minute. It says he died. He was jaywalking and an SUV's side mirror clipped his head. Oh, my God. How insulting to die that way, huh? It's, you die as a result of a short joke. That's fucked up. That's terrible. Well, he's dead. All right, let's move on down the list. Some black guy in a cowboy hat. Not worth noticing. All right, let's keep going. I don't know who that is. Nope, another basketball player. Who cares? Hold on. Bob Simon. He looks like someone I know. 60 minutes. Hmm. I don't know this guy. I'm Bob Simon, and this is 60 Minutes. 73 years old. He's dead. Ernie Banks. That sounds famous. He's a baseball player. 83 years old. He's dead. All right. Greg Plitt. Whoa, this guy's pretty ripped. He's a, he's a somewhat good-looking dude. Let's see what his deal is. Just because it's shocking that he's so young, I'm, I'm curious. Celebrity trainer and Bravo personality Greg Plitt died in Los Angeles after being struck by a train. Whoa. I guess he had to catch a train. Oh, my God, James. That was terrible. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, let's see. Police ruled out a suicide, but it's unclear how the accident occurred. He had been known to shoot videos on train tracks in the past. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, he's dead. Choo-choo, everybody. All right. Down the list. Let's keep going. Uh, that guy looks famous. Stuart Scott, longtime anchor on ESPN. Died of cancer. 50 years old. Well, he's dead. All right, move on down the list. Nope, don't know her. This guy looks uh, annoying. Nope. Is that it? That can't be all of it, is it? Really? Yeah, that's it. Well, if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, they're all dead. So, uh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's, let's, uh, let's do something called 
Stranger danger. All right, thank you, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Stranger Dater is a uh, little segment I do in which I lump together some odd, maybe strange stories. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with, uh, uh-oh, this one's uh, kind of important if you got a daughter and she's getting into her lady days, period blood. Oh, my God, Jess, we understood what you meant. I don't know. I'm trying to be clarif- clarifying. Is that a thing? I'm trying to clarify for people. All right, dude, check this out. I seen this on an episode of House one time, that show with Hugh Laurie, and uh, it actually happened in the real lives. There was a 13-year-old girl recently that died from toxic shock syndrome. Can you guess what that is, my little fruity pants friend? Well, James, I would say that she was in the rain, and she was touching something that shocked her. Nope. Nope. Okay, was she... Was she touching something toxic and it shocked her? No, not at all. I'll just tell you what it is. From wearing a tampon. Oh my God, James. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you wouldn't think so, right? Yeah, dude, this was on house. Same deal. Uh, if this little, this 13-year-old girl, she had a, a, a tampon inside her, inside her. And it was one of those super absorbent ones. And apparently if you leave them in too long... Some kind of bacteria or some bullshit. I don't know what happens. But uh, you die. Toxic shock syndrome. Isn't that fucking crazy? When I saw that in a house, I'm like, no way. This isn't real. And uh, I looked it up. And yeah, it said it on the interwebs at the time. It's like, damn, that's fucking nuts. And then now, look, it's still happening. I guess that episode of House didn't really educate anybody. Maybe nobody watched the show. But, man, that's something to pass along to young girls you know of. I know you don't know any young girls. You, you hang out with mostly boys. That's right, James. What's wrong with that? Boys are more fun. Uh-huh. I'm sure they are. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing. So, yeah, just be on the lookout if you're a father or a mother or something. You know, just uh, well, for yourself as well, I guess. Don't, don't leave your... your Don't leave your absorber in there too long during your lady days, huh? How about that? Speaking of, you know what? I'm not, I forget it. I'm not going to bring it up. That's <laughs> for another time. Uh, next up, uh-oh, speaking of shoving some stuff up your hoo-hahs, ladies, this lady, she got busted in a Walmart bathroom. Can you guess what for? Well, James, you just said she shoved something in her hoo-ha. Yep, you're right. None other than sausage. Oh, my God, James. She was having sex in the bathroom. Yeah, but not with a guy's sausage. With a Jimmy Dean sausage, everybody. A breakfast sausage. <laughs> she was totally busted shoving a Jimmy Dean sausage up her cuckoos. Cuckoos? I don't know why I said that. Just came out. Much like the sausage when she saw whoever opened the door. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to uh, I'm not gonna mention she was black. I'm not going to mention that. But can you believe that this chick is, I don't know, dude, if let's, let's really explore this. Does she have mental illness in which case everything's forgiven? Well, I don't know. She's crazy. So, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't know what she's doing. Or is she just in the market for a new dildo, but she really can't afford a good one. So she went down to the walls marts and just looked around to see what she can use. 
you know? She's looking around and she's like, she sees the sausage like, hey, this looks good. Maybe uh, I got to test drive it first. I don't, don't want to commit. Let's see. If <laughs> I guess it would sound more like, man, I'm going to try to shove this shit right up my fucking vagina. Motherfucker. Shove it right into my purple people eater. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was uncalled for. Oh. Send your hate mail to uh, Lido at Yahoo.com. He'll be happy to take all of them for you. All right. I'm sorry. But can you believe that? Can you believe that? Oh, Christ. Shoving a sauce. Or I guess the third option. I was, I was going down the list here. The third option is she just she was just so asking for it. You know, she needed it so bad that she resorted to taking a Jimmy Dean sausage and just walking right in the bathroom and handling it. Maybe she walked by like a really good looking, like a Denzel looking type guy. And she just couldn't handle it anymore. Because she was fat and unattractive, I got to be honest with you. I saw the photo. Those are the three only possibilities with, uh, with the scenario here. I'm going to go the second one. It makes the most sense to me. All right, next up. <laughs> Another black person. Yeah, go figure. I'm not, uh, hey, hey, I'm not judging. Just saying. Kind of a coincidence, if you ask me. <laughs> so this dude... So, okay, there was uh, some robberies going on in this neighborhood. People's houses getting broken into. Sorry, burglaries. That's the, that's the correct term. A robbery is when you uh, use a weapon or intimidation, right, to take something from someone. So this is a burglary where they, he broke into someone's house to steal shit. Now, the reason they knew that it was all him is because, not unlike a Home Alone or any good cat burglar, he used a calling card. Remember Home Alone? The, uh, the wet bandits? Because he left all the faucets running in the house. <laughs> and then in part two, there were the sticky bandits. Because he uh, put sticky shit in his gloves and he was pickpocketing people or picking, pick, taking quarters out of the Santa's thing. You know. So this guy, what he did is he'd leave behind. And yeah, I'm telling you, black people, this guy's not helping you. All right? He's not helping you. This dude would leave empty cans of uh, malt liquor. <laughs> Old English. So the news, you know, they are uh, it's in the paper or something, that the people have offered a reward. I don't remember if it was five hundred or five thousand dollars. So this fucking guy calls up the cops. Hey man, I know where your fucking your your uh, your burglars is. I got his location. Oh yes, yeah, sir. Well, what's the location? I I I want this shit in writing. I want to know I'm getting the money. All right, sir. We'll put it in writing. So he gives him the address. All right. You go get that burglar. You'll be with this address waiting for you. They knock on the door. This guy opens the door and he's smiling at him. Like, ta-da, here I am. Wanting to get the reward money. He's expecting the... This guy's expecting to hand him over a check. And they hand over a pair of cuffs. <laughs> Shocking turn of events. <sighs> yeah, I don't know if the story's real. It sounds pretty out there. I really fucking hope it is, though. I really hope it is because it's awesome. So they arrested him, and I, I, I heard, I read that he's gonna go to court and represent himself to try to get his money. Of course, because why would he pay an attorney fee? He wants all the money for himself, which is pretty fucking smart, if you ask me. All right, and next up, last one. Strange stories, right? <laughs> I wasn't lying. All right, this dude, 
from a Florida man. He breaks into jail to hang out with his friends. <laughs> I, I didn't read this story. I just read the headline. So I'm just going to fill in the gaps myself. I'm assuming all his friends got popped for something and they took him away. And he's like, well, fuck, no, what am I going to do? To breaks into jail to hang out. Is that a, that's a crime, right? Breaking in the jail because you want to be in jail. Can you just go to a, to a cop and say, look, I want to just take me in jail. I want to, I want to hang out with my buddies. They probably won't do it, right? You got to do something like you got to swing at them. Right. Or maybe you could just, let's see. I think an easy one would be just to get drunk and be in public. They just take you in the drunk tank and once you're sober, they let you out. That's probably the best one to do it. So just get drunk in front of a cop and be like, yo, fuck you, man, you fucking pig. <laughs> right? Maybe that'll work. They'll probably just be like, ah, shut up, dude. But what's to say you're even going to be with your buddies if you break into this jail? This guy really didn't think it through. <laughs> Dumbass. All right, and that's been Stranger Danger. <laughs> All right, let's start closing out the show with a little something I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. Two fancies this week. First and foremost, I have to get on top of the highest mountain and scream at the top of my lungs. I am a champion! James, what are you, what are you referring to now? I'll tell you what I'm referring to. My fantasy football, my own league entitled The League of Shadows. I uh, happen to finish number one, baby, on top of the world. I won it all. Number one, the best, the most winningest person out of all of them. Well, I didn't win the most games, but I wound up winning all the big marbles, all the stuff. That's me, winner. Um. Congratulations, James. Thank you very much. Let me clap for myself. You know what? No one fucking said anything to me. And no one said like, all right, good job, man. <laughs> I didn't want to parade or anything, but nothing. Nothing. I had to put something out there myself. Like, hey, you know, nobody, nobody cares about me, my, my victory, my fantastic, glorious victory. Nobody cares. A couple of people are like, congrats, man. Good season. That was it. That was the end of it. I won it all, baby dolls. I won it all. You know what? I have to tell you, like four or five people out of 12 completely fucking dropped out. And by that, I mean they just gave up on it. So like fuckface Alito, he had one person missing from his lineup for like the last 10 weeks. Fucking dickhead. So everybody easily beat him for the most part. A few people did that shit. So next time I do it, if I do, I'm going to have to make it for money so people actually give a shit. Because every week I'm like all about it. It makes my life a little more interesting. 
It's exciting. And some of these assholes ruin it. So, yeah, if I ask for money next time, a lot of these guys won't play, but the ones that do will be in it to win it. And I, I'm pretty sure I won't win that time. <laughs> but that's not important. The important part is I won this time. I drank the milkshakes. I drank them up. All right. Guess what else? The other fantasy football league I'm in with the red cunt, Brandon, from the podcast about nothing. I happen to win that one, too. <laughs> and no one said anything to me in that one, either. <laughs> Very anticlimactic. No prizes. No, hey, man, congrats. Nothing. Just sort of like, uh, it just ended. And that was it. Very strange. So, I won in two different fucking fantasy football leagues. The only two I'm in, I'm involved in, and I took the top prize in both of them. And and I got nothing, not even a congrats. I'm not looking for cash prizes, but hey, at least acknowledge the person that dedicated his life to 16 weeks of fantasy raw, hard hitting fantasy football action. Anyways, I don't care, dude. I can say it. I mean, I, obviously, I care because I'm talking about it. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is, as long as I know that I'm a winner. <laughs> I told my wife as soon as that that weekend was up, when I was official that I was the winner. I was like, dude, I won both leagues. And she's like, great. <laughs> she could not give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, dude, uh, it means something to me. Winning both fantasy football leagues. I fancy that. All right, next up. More important, but just barely. Just barely more important. On, on uh, Chris, Christmas Day, we were at uh, my in-law's house. That's my wife's parents, for those of you that don't know. And uh, everyone opened all the presents and shit. Once again, I got a horrible gift. But <laughs> that's not important. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law goes oh hey there's one more gift everyone gather around it's like what why are they making a big deal out of it and they go here it's for natalie and james and i was like wait what the hell's going on why they get us a gift doesn't make any sense and so everyone's gathered around and i i hate attention like that <laughs> so uh we start opening the gift and it's this box and we open it and it's got all this different stuff in there and it's like what is this what's going on and there's a card with their little baby daughter's picture on it. She's six months old, seven months. And uh, pretty much, it's like a little poem. And the end of it is like, will you be my godparents? I was like, oh my God, that's fucking crazy. Nuts. So breaking news, everybody. I'm a godfather. So this means if you ever have a favor that you want to ask of me, just come into my studio here and sit across from me at my desk. And you ask me for the favor, and I will grant you the favor. But one day, know this, I may call upon you for a favor. That day may never come. But if it does, you've got to do whatever I ask without question. You understand? <laughs> yeah! I'm a godfather, everybody. It's fucking awesome. Look at me shine. Nah, dude, it's really crazy that someone thinks that much of you to ask you to 
care for their their most prized possession. Isn't that fucking wild? A crazy notion. Even though I'm like, hey man, so honestly, what is the protocol here? What if you guys do, and I did say this, what if you both die in a horrible fiery accident? <laughs> what happens with the kid? I mean, are they, what if your parents want him, want her? What if her parents want her? Is it my job to step in and go, ah, ah, ah. It's my responsibility. I'm the godfather. Go fuck yourselves. She's mine. <laughs> like, how does that work? Legally, how's that work? Well, he said I'm the godfather, so she's mine. Give her my, give me, let me have her papers and all that stuff. <laughs> how does it work? I guess I could look into it, but I'm too lazy for that. But he was like, hey, you know, we, we've granted you guys as the godparents, so it's really up to you. You know, if uh, if they want her and you want to let them have her, then, you know, it's on you. But we picked you as the people to take over. I was like, well, shit. All right. Look at that. That's probably like the, the, the greatest gift you can ever receive, even though the gift comes with a lot of responsibility. It's a drag, right? Actually, what kind of gift is that? Here, take on another kid. Raise her. Feed her. Pay for everything. Fuck, I got gypped, actually. What a waste. I already got two kids. The beginning of the show, I said two was enough. Now you're trying to make me have your daughter too when you pass away in a fiery death? How fucking selfish are you, you dickhead? You know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> no, that's, that's fucking awesome. I was completely shocked. My wife started crying. Oh my god. <sighs> Made a big scene and shit. <sighs> Wuss. <laughs> No, but that's sick. But you know what? You know what? I've uh, I've I've gotten like a selfish thought now out of it. It's like you know, you, I have one, but now I want more. I want to be known as the Godfather. I want like five at least. You know what I mean? I want to be like that old wise bastard that they come to. Uh, you know, I can pretend that they come and ask advice from. I want to be that guy. I so want to be that guy. Let's ask the God. Let's go to the Godfather. I'm gonna fucking make them kiss my ring too. You watch. I'm going to wear a suit. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit. I, I got to have a cat or something to be stroking a cat. Is that what he did in the, in the movie? Or is that Dr. Evil? I don't know. I imagine if you sit in a chair all day, you got to stroke a cat. Maybe have a cigar. That's what I got to do. It's my new thing. And I got to give people advice, no matter how good or bad it is. Hey, maybe that's... Dude, I just got a great idea. That should be the new segment. Ask the Godfather. I will give you advice because of my new prestigious <laughs> my prestigious title and position. I can grant you advice. Ask the Godfather, everybody. But how do they do that, James? Well, you can send me an email, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Ask the Godfather. I will give you advice about anything, any topic at all. There's nothing I can't handle because... <laughs> I'm now a godfather, which means I have a certain element of uh, wisdom and uh, knowledge and, and shock and awe also, because some of the stuff you hear, you're not going to want to hear it, but it's going to be the right thing. Fucking awesome, dude. I'm a godfather. Look at that. Look at that. And I've also thought, like, I've reached the age now. I'm 32 years old. It's like, well, fuck, I've reached that age. I just, I felt like older, like I, like I entered like a new... Uh, I don't know. It's a new step, a new chapter. Once someone asks you to be their godfather, that's, that's, uh, it's got to change things, right? 
Probably. <laughs> so that. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary. Fuck you moment in here. We. The fuck you moment. It's the opposite of fancy. Is when I get to bitch and complain some more, everybody. Isn't that great? I get to jump up and down, scream, whine, complain, rant, rave, all that stuff. All right. Fuck you moment. Two fuck yous this time. First one. Uh, I'm going to say fuck you to gas stations. The other day. The other day. One day. Uh, the other night I was going to Peterson. Peterson. Son. Peterson's house for the podcast, uh, Sticks and Stones podcast. And I left my house and my fucking goddamn bullshit light comes on. Bing! For uh, my fuel, right? And you know what? I think it already popped on. I think it already popped on. And then, uh, yeah, when I went to work, I was like, oh, fuck, I got to get gas. And I totally forgot. No, I didn't forget. After work, I was going to stop and get gas, but I had to take a shit. So I said, fuck it. I'll get it later. I went straight home, and then of course, like it always happens, I start. I'm like running low on time, and I gotta go. We gotta, you know, we gotta meet up time, and I'm responsible because I'm a godfather now, and I gotta meet my deadlines. So I leave the house knowing I have, I'm on empty. I'm like, I'll make it there, and uh, I'm going over this hill, and I was like, fuck, I only got like 13 miles. Peterson lives 14 miles away, <laughs> and I'm speeding. I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. I better stop at a gas station. I stop at this guy's. I look at the price. I'm like, oh, okay, two ninety nine. That's cool. That's just fine with me. Two ninety nine. I really don't even check prices on gas, to be honest with you. I mean, I fucking need it. I'm not gonna be driving all over the goddamn city to look for the cheapest price, so I just fill up most of the time. It's like, whatever, dude. I'm not gonna bother with this shit. I need it. I'm filling it up, and that's the end of it. I won't look at the price. So I won't even know about it. So <laughs> I can't get mad if I don't know. Ignorance is bliss. So I pulled in the gas station, get out of the car, pop my little gas door, reached in my back pocket, and I got no wallet. I was like, fuck! It's a good thing I didn't try risking it and going to Peterson's house because I had no money to pay for gas. And those cheap fucks aren't going to give me any money. Right? Especially Lido. Asshole. So I rushed back home. Lido's like, I'm learning late. I'm at a restaurant eating with my wife. I'm not going to be there for another half hour. So I'm like, all right, cool. Perfect. Go back home. Get my wallet. Go back. Fill up. And as I'm filling up, I'm just, you know, waiting for the shit to be done pumping. I look down at the gas pump and it says 319. I was like, wait, what the, what the fuck? I look back at the sign out there glowing in bright yellow. $2.99 a gallon. It's like, wait a second. And I look a little closer, and there's a small, teeny tiny little sign on top of that sign in the dark, mind you. Cash only price. Ah! Those motherfuckers. Cash price, $2.99. If you want to use debit or credit, 20 cents a gallon more. Go fuck yourselves, dude. Such sneaky tactics but it works i gotta hand it to him i didn't notice i would have stopped anyway because that's the only gas station around at the time but fuck it <laughs> hey oh but fuck 
I couldn't believe that shit, man. You know what? I've I've actually seen it before. And uh try not to pay attention to it, but uh you know what? Fuck you, gas stations. Some uh I've seen some places actually display both prices. This place did not. Very deceiving. Fucking cunts. All right, next up. Next on the fuck you agenda. I ran into this black dude. Why do you gotta say black, James? Why can't you just say dude? Yeah, you're right. Ran into this dude. Happened to be black. (laughs) For work. I was a police officer and I pulled him over to give him a ticket because he's black. Uh, No, Uh, I I was actually working. Talking to this guy. He wanted being a cool dude. We're bullshitting. And uh, he's like, yeah, this is last week when it's raining really bad. He's like, yeah, man. He goes, uh, I'm calling in this whole week. I was like, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah, it's fucking raining. He's like, nope. He's like, what do you do? He's like, I uh, work up on the telephone poles. He's like, you know, I work for AT&T and it's all in the phone lines. He said, but we work up there where the electric electricity is. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, man. Every time it's raining, he goes, fuck it. I call in. I got like 30 days to call in. He's like, I'm not even doing it. He's like, that shit scares me. I'm like, well, hell yeah. I wouldn't want to do that either. He's like, two weeks ago, we had two guys die. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. One dude, it was raining. He fell off the fucking telephone pole. All the way down. <laughs> Done. Dead. Other guy got electrocuted. You fucking believe that? I'm like, wait a minute. So when it's raining... They still make you guys climb those poles and mess with electricity nearby? He goes, yeah. They don't give a fuck. He's like, you know, and then another guy died recently. He trained me. He's like, but he was, it wasn't raining then, but he was, uh, his electricity sensor that we carry, it wasn't working. So he did what we call the backhand test, where you slap the thing really fast to try to see if it gives you like a little shock. He's like, but the problem was he was really sweaty. And when he did it, like his sweat made, like arced the, the electric, electric spark and it fucking electrocuted him to death. To death. <laughs> Nuts. I mean, that one just happened, but the, the fuck you goes to companies that willingly put their employees' lives in danger. It's like, dude, all right. I understand. You know, you make a shitload of money. Can't you afford to take a few days off to have these guys be protected and not be working in the fucking downpouring rain? It's crazy shit. Crazy. It sh- you know what? It should even be like, look, days that it rains, you can use a vacation and uh, take it out of there. And if not, you can just not get paid if you don't want to work in the rain. But give them some kind of option. And this guy said that... Uh, that you could that when you're up there on the fucking poles, AT and T, they don't give a shit if you're up there on the pole. If they call you on the cell phone, you got to stop what you're doing and answer the call, or like look on some little computer handheld computer. It's like what? Yeah, man, they tell you strap in, answer that call. It's like, dude, fuck that. Nope. <laughs> so, fuck you to gas stations being deceiving. And fuck you to companies, AT&T, I'm looking at you, making your employees work in... Ex- they're already working in dangerous-ass... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, environment. On top of that, 
You add <laughs> potentially getting electrocuted because of the rain? Nope. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. All right. It's the end of the show, everybody. But uh, before I completely end this nonsense, I need to take some time here. I kind of did not include everyone on the death list earlier. <laughs> so I scanned because I remembered someone else that should have been on there. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't see that person's name. And I looked through it. And sure enough, my stupid goddamn website that I was on uh, had some kind of some kind of glitch. And I didn't see like the last page. So here's a few more people. That died in 2015, everybody. Robert Logia. I don't know. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. 85 years old. This dude was in a bunch of movies. A fucking bunch of movies. And he was awesome. He was always some kind of tough, hard-ass guy. If you ever seen the, heard of the movie called Armed and Dangerous with John Candy and Eugene Levy, the guy from uh, American Pie, the dad, you've got to watch that shit. It's 80s and it's, it's fucking funny, dude. Armed and Dangerous. I think it's very underrated. He's in that movie. Uh, he's an old bastard. He was old in that fucking movie. That came out like in 83 or something. Uh, so yeah, Robert Logia, 85. He's dead. Uh, next one is a giant fat kid, Hawaiian, Joshua Shintani. I think he was in uh, Shallow How, I think it said. I don't remember that movie, but he was 32. He said he died from pneumonia. Isn't it funny that it's still like a thing nowadays? People die from pneumonia still. It's pretty fucking crazy. I've had pneumonia a couple times. It is not fun. I sure felt like I was going to die, but I pulled through it. That guy was too fat. Couldn't handle it. 32 years old. Same as me. Oh, boy. Well, he's dead. All right, and uh, last one before I move on. This guy named David Canary, 77 years old. The reason he pops up on my radar is because my grandmother used to watch the soap opera All My Children all the time. It came on during the day. And so if I didn't go to school or something, she'd be watching it, and I'd sit there and watch it with her. And it was so fucking dumb. <laughs> I think he played like an evil twin and stuff like that. But uh, So just seeing this dude's photo, I'm like, oh, fuck. I know that guy. He was on that show for like 30 years. <laughs> 77 years old. Anyways, he's dead. All right, let's move on to the real people now. Uh, last guy on that list um, kind of means something to me. I'm not really a super fan. But I like a handful of songs, and uh, he was pretty badass, so uh, I'm probably going to say his name wrong. I know it's Lemmy. I don't know if it's Killmeister or Killmister. Killmeister sounds cooler, so I'm going to go Lemmy Killmeister. Look at that. Oh, I didn't look it up. I think he was 70 when he died. Yeah, 70 years old. So I'm going to play a little song in honor of Lemmy, and you all know what song it is. It's fucking badass. It's really pretty. It's pretty damn hardcore. Uh, so here we go. Without further ado, I want you to pay attention to the lyrics too. The guy called it and he doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> here we go. In honor. And the last guy on the list, the death list. Let me kill Meister from Motorhead with Ace of Spades. Yeah. 
don't you lose? The gambling's for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. Motorhead with Ace of Spades, released in 1980, and you heard it there from his own mouth. I don't want to live forever. Well, he sure got his wish, didn't he? Ah, I'm fucking all right. Hey, uh, rest in peace, Lemmy. And uh, one more thing before I totally wrap it up. Um, sad, sad, sad news. I heard about it last night. So today is the 11th, like I said, of January. Fucking David Bowie, man. David Bowie passed away last... Uh, well, we heard about it last night. Was it last night? Yeah. 69 years old. David fucking Bowie. Pretty goddamn unique character. And uh, it's like it's one of those ones that's like, oh, man, not him. You know, even though you know everyone's going to pass eventually. But the same thing with like the Robin Williams thing. I wasn't even like a super Robin Williams fan. But, you know, you grew up watching the guy. And it's just like, ah, fuck. Same thing. Like, David Bowie's always been, he's always been around since I've been alive, obviously. I mean, my uncles would, my uncle would listen to him. My dad always played him. I mean, you hear him on the fucking radio. I'm a classic rock guy, so that's, that's mostly what I listen to. And uh, that was just a complete su- fucking surprise. Complete surprise. And uh, apparently, he was, he had cancer for the last 18 months and kept it complete, complete silence. No one, no one knew, had any idea. I heard this story on the radio today that one of his buddies received a letter from him recently, email, letter, I don't know. And at the end of it, he thought it was odd. He got it like a few days ago. And he's, he ended it with, you know, thanks for all the good times. Something like that. Thanks for all the laughs, some shit like that. But it was just like, oh shit. Once he found out he was dead, because he had no idea either, his buddy. And then he realized, like, oh, my God, he was, that was his, his farewell to me. You know? Pretty damn wild. This guy, this guy went out the way he wanted to, okay? He made a new album, and he made, like, I guess all the music was about, was about life and death and uh, what happens afterwards. So, apparently, this guy, I mean, he made a, a music video, too with this last song that he wanted to release. So he made a video and he released it as a, as like, as a farewell to all the fans. It's pretty wild. 
I'm gonna play that song. I mean, I was gonna play China Girl. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. It's Bowie, man. I'll play both. I like China Girl a lot. I know Space Oddity is like the fucking big one, but uh, he's got so many hits, but I've always liked China Girl. I like that one. So I'll play China Girl, and then afterwards, I'll, uh, I'll end it with his, uh, his farewell song to everybody. I'll, that's how I'll end the show. How about that? All right, so right now, David Bowie from a 1977 track, China Girl. I guess originally done by Iggy Pop, but I don't know that version, so it must suck. <laughs> so here's David Bowie, and guess what? He had uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan on guitar on this one, believe it or not. But uh, check it out. I like this song a lot. If you don't know it, then uh, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. He talks about Nazis at one point, so keep your ears open. Here we go. David Bowie, China Girl. Excited, my little child. 
All right, David Bowie with China Girl. Let me play you the last one here. I know it's a long show, but hey, you owe it to Mr. Bowie. He's given you plenty. Don't be a selfish cunt. All right. So the last song I'm going to play is called Lazarus. Uh, it's off his last album, which was released the 17th of December. Wait, really? 17th of December? Oh, okay. Uh, the official music video was released on the 7th of January. And he died on the 10th. So a few days before. And it's pretty cryptic. The video is of him on his deathbed, right? And the first line of the song is something like, I'm in heaven. It's, it's pretty out there, man. This guy, uh, he went out with an artistic way. He did it his, the way he wanted to. It's kind of cool the way he did it. And no one fucking had a clue. You know, no one knew he was, he was uh, slowly dying from cancer. Just fucking surprise. And that's a cool way to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to go out the way I want to. So, uh... David fucking Bowie. You're going to be missed by a lot of people. Unique dude. Uh, here we go. Last song. And that's going to that's gonna close it out for the Danger Hour. Just like David Bowie did. Stay dangerous, my friends. Later. Just like me